So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. My name is Ben Hartley. Thank you for being here. Someone once gave me feedback uh, just this last week. They were like, hey, babe, are you listening to that podcast again with that Ben Hartley guy? Is that the youth pastor? You guys, is this <laughs> real? Is this a fucking thing? Oh, man, I think it might be. Um, <laughs> I'm just glad that you're here listening to this episode. However, I come across, I appreciate the feedback and I appreciate you guys being here with me. Uh, the purpose for this is just to help you guys grow your business. Uh, that's it. Hard stop. I want to invite you guys right now, actually, uh, to come and be a part of another community. You know, this podcast is incredible. I love it. Um, but I also have a mastermind group over on Facebook. It's a free space and it's the place that I hang out, uh, every day I'm in that group. Um, and in the mastermind group, there's a couple cool perks. Not only am I just in there commenting on talking to you guys, I post uh, videos in there uh, pretty much daily, but also every now and then I will do sneak peek recordings of the podcast where you get to see video recordings. So you could, you, you could see Lucy right now and I having this conversation and you could have access to it weeks in advance. And so if that sounds like something that you'd like to be a part of, um, you could join, I think there's like 11,600 photographers or something over there right now. Um, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind, S-I-X, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. I cannot wait to see you guys there. Well, today we have a real treat. We've got Lucy DeMoss here uh, with us today. Lucy, um, she's someone who has loved the connection that she sees within families and even just the small interpersonal connections of just portraiture. And she decided to make a business around this. Um, how could she be around the things that she loves the most as often as possible? And so for the last 35 years, she's been a portrait photographer out in San Diego. I'm not sure if the 35 years was all in San Diego or if she's moved around a little bit. We're going to find out here in, in just a moment. But um, making sure that families and just her portrait clients in general have incredible wall portraits in print is her superpower. She tends to walk away with um, three to eight pieces of wall art per client. And so we're going to have this conversation around print, around wall art, around sales, around the why and the how of wall portraiture. Lucy, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, I'm fabulous. Yes. Good way to start start a week. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Okay, so let's talk about 35 years as a portrait photographer. Were all 35 of those years in San Diego or have you kind of been around? So all in San Diego, I started the business in weddings and got to the top of the food chain. And after about 12 years, I hit burnout. Yeah. And I'm, I'm the kid whisperer. And when I started in portraits, it was focusing primarily on children. And at the time, there was like maybe two other high-end children's photographers in San Diego. Mm -hmm. So it was a really nice, open, wide open field. And early in my career, Charles Lewis did a tour promoting wall portrait sales. And it just like, ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. How yeah. else are you going to make good money if you're not doing volume? Yeah. Um, and the value of it, understanding of, of the fact that it's really the best uh, 
product, in my opinion, that a client can own. Yeah. By the way, I got a call an hour ago from a client from 2005 wanting to buy another 30 by 30, hoping I had the negatives. Yeah. Because for the last 16 years, they've loved the wall portraits that they had of their daughter. And I have a garage full of negatives. So (laughs) I can still do that. So, yes. I love it. It's important. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Oh, so you describe yourself as the kid whisperer. I want to understand this because I, I read a little bit more about you on, on your um, on your about page and how much um, enjoyment you get out of photographing families and children. And so tell me more about like the kid whisperer thing, because listen, I've stepped into some family portraiture scenarios. I got three <laughs> little ones of my own. So right now I'm just looking for some parenting advice more than anything, I think. is Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I used to teach for the PPA group to get my master in craftsman. It was called the ABCs of photographing children. Okay, I like this. And and the basic um, meat of the program is about the eight stages of childhood. Okay. And the eight things you uh, can prepare in advance to help a session go well. Yeah. Uh, And if they're going haywire, you think, okay, which one of these is true? Is this kid sick, bored, uncomfortable, sleepy, hungry? It's like the uh, seven dwarves. Seven dwarves. <laughs> uh, uh, did I say afraid? Um, or is it a toddler? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so with portraiture, um, I have the clients prepare in advance and we would do the session uh, around nap time and make sure that that the clothes were comfortable and um, sometimes parents want to yell at their kids on the way. And I address that in advance. And I, I've just always been a kid person. I babysat for my first real paid gig yeah. um, other than when I uh, stole the neighbor's flowers, not knowing I was stealing them and then made bouquets and sold it back to them. Yeah. That, that was the first money I really ever earned, but steady at babysitting i i would go in the nursery my dad was a pastor speaking of oh is this pastor ben and to <laughs> get out of having <laughs> to get out of having to listen to the sermon i'd get i'd go in the nursery uh and hang out with the kids because you know what teenager wants to sit and listen to their dad sure yeah sure, sure. i miss my dad so much yeah. Um, and then I worked in a children's store, an ice cream store. So I just gathered hmm. wisdom about kids. And um, and so, you know, parenting advice is, first of all, by the time you figure out how to handle the child at the age it is at, yeah, they've changed. And you've got a whole new actual human on your hands. Yeah. Like an 11-month-old is completely different than a 12-month-old. Yeah. There's like brain changes yeah. that happen. So, um, and, and I, I, I worked with a company for about six weeks that would go around to people's homes and photograph newborn babies. Mm-hmm. And so watching this guy hold the babies and make the noises, uh, I developed skills yeah. around um, what to do with the little cuddly ones. So anywho. They're my yeah. thing. I, I can, uh, if there's challenges with a child, I can kind of go inside and I'm, I'm a sort of an empath. Yeah. So I can feel what they're feeling and think, okay, let me try this or let me try that. It's like safe cracking. So yeah. Oh, I love it. Kids, it keeps in your toes. I bet. Yeah. And kids can feel when you love them. So, yeah. you know, that helps. And sometimes they're little monsters and you just want to you know, drop them off the edge of a cliff, but we don't do that. <laughs> like in Mario, the little baby penguin. I'm under, I get that this is a reference you won't get. Mario 64, for anyone listening right now, that poor little penguin. Okay. <laughs> throwing a curveball. They're throwing a curveball yeah. out to a very niche audience right there. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I want to, I just want to jump right into this kind of like, um, right into the thick of it, I guess. Okay, let's go. I imagine that someone who's who's listening to this there may be some initial objections of like well i'm not sure 
that I even believe that wall art print is the best thing for my client. You had said earlier that you believe it's the best product for your client. Mm -hmm. And I think some people are still at that stage where uh, they're working through it. It's like, man, I, I would love to offer print, um, but maybe there's some self blocks coming up. It's, it's kind of hard to sell something that you don't believe in. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it's really hard to, to, to accept money, but also to like um, convey the value of something that you don't really believe in. And so, yeah, I guess I imagine there's a lot of people who are thinking about like, well, if I was hiring a photographer, I'd probably just want all the digitals. That way I could just go make some prints of them. And so I think there's a, there's a disconnect there. And I'm curious if you could maybe speak to that. If you have, if you ever felt that way before you moved into, you know, the print sales, or if you've encountered this objection. So I've encountered the objection a lot with the clients that I coach. Yeah. And first off, I will ask them, do you have wall prints in your home? Because if someone has not printed a portrait beautifully of someone that they love and had it in their home day after day, getting an emotional connection, watching life change, but having captured a moment in time, if you haven't experienced that, it's really hard to understand the value hmm. of that. And also, if you haven't called all your clients that bought digitals from you and asked them if they, they have printed and discovered that 95% of them haven't, mm. then, you know, that's, that's what's hard for me. And those images are going to melt away like winter snow. But the prints done beautifully at a lab that has archival products with you behind it to make sure the composition is right, the quality is there, you know, everything, it's the right size for impact. And like some people print a, like a 20 by 30 of something that would be better square or would be better 24 by 30 in a more, you know, four by five aspect ratio mm -hmm. for the design of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So it kind of sounds like if, if they haven't actually experienced the importance of print in their own life, it, it's, it's hard to, to see it. It kind of, it makes sense that they wouldn't see it. It's, you know, right. it's kind of just all theoretical and theoretically you're like, well, actually theoretically everyone would go print their photographs. Theoretically all my couples would yeah. say, yeah, I'm going to make an album. Theoretically, by the way, Lucy, when I said, yeah, I'd, I'm going to just make my own album. I would have made it. <laughs> all right. And I but, didn't, right? It's like, like so theoretically, I, it, it makes sense, but. Right. My first wedding, I hired a friend and he handed me the negatives and proofs. Mm -hmm. And it took me a year and a half and so much confusion because at that time I was doing photography, but I hadn't put together wedding albums. Yeah. So I could have been spending that time if he had done it for me. I could have been spending that time doing other things that make me happy or make me money. So there's the service aspect of taking that off our client's plate. Mm -hmm. But um, so, for example, about the value right now, after we are, are complete today, I have a client coming to pick up images from a session we did 25 years ago where she wanted a few more and uh, sadly, I used a wedding album company that had a bad couple of years mm. and the albums fell apart. And she said that of all the money she spent in the last 25 years, the portraits of her son and she and her son and her husband and her son are the best money they spent of everything she's ever invested in. Yeah. So there you go. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go back? You had mentioned yeah. a question to ask past clients. Is that something that you actually recommend maybe the listeners do? Uh, I love taking action steps from these episodes, sure. um, but to actually call up past couples that maybe you didn't offer any print solutions for and, and what would exactly would you ask them? Like, like how would that, I'm curious from like a real, like, <laughs> like how would that conversation actually go? You know, like, Hey, this has been, you know, I photographed your wedding four years ago and I'm just doing a survey. I'm, I just want to follow up. I wanted to connect with you and hear like, what would that conversation look like? Kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is pretty good, right? So yeah. So it would be people who ha I had a great relationship with that I'm still in touch with. Yeah. You know, they're still getting holiday cards and different 
kinds of communication, just regular phone calls. Mm -hmm. So I might say, you know, I'm working on, um, I'm, I don't know, I'm just doing a little research about yeah. past clients because my new uh, business model, I'm going to include printed materials. And I just want to know, have you printed anything from your, uh, the, the digital negatives that you have? Yeah. And what did you print? And then I would also say, hey, so would you like some help in uh, creating photographic art? You know, like if they were like, well, we haven't done anything with it, then I might say, hey, why don't we get together and I'd love to say what I'm working on. Yeah. yeah. What I'm providing yeah. for my couples now, for my clients. Yeah. Now. Or I might send an email out that is like a checklist of, have you printed what what have you printed where did you do it mm. do you know where your digital files are currently <laughs> yeah that's a good question because i found my cd the other day for my wedding uh, what's a cd yeah right so i got married 10 years ago it was like it was just after <laughs> negatives but like before usbs uh so we i, I fell into this weird oh, abyss, oh, weird CD. decade of life that everything not was floppies. just like, yeah not, not floppies, floppies. <laughs> It was a weird decade of life that everything was on CDs. I know. I I been this client where um, she wanted more prints, so I took it to my local lab to get some scans done, and they returned it to me on a CD. Yeah. And I had to go find my old Apple computer because my my iMac and my current Apple computer does not have a slot for CDs. I had yeah. to fire it up. I had to upgrade. I had to clean out a bunch of stuff because it was so slow and then download the CD. Yeah. So yes. So that's the point about things disappearing. Yeah. And I love the checklist though. Pardon? I love this checklist idea, idea yeah, that you brought up. I do too. Is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> I have an other, idea, gal. So. Other things on the checklist. Are you also talking about like, um, do you have... I can imagine subcategories like have you printed any of your artwork? If so, do you have photographs in your office? Do you have photographs at work? You know what I mean? Like, do you have photographs? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, are you going into some of that stuff? Um, I would just be wanting to know if they printed it, uh -huh. what they printed, where they printed. Yeah. And what was that last good question? Um oh. the oh. What I just mentioned a minute ago. Yeah, like where their digitals are. Like where. Oh, if they know. Them. Yes. If they know where they are. Yeah. And I might then do like I. Reason for this survey is that I'm now offering more printed. The service of printing, oh, yeah. especially wall art. And also to remind you that, that the CDs you have and digital formats are easily corrupted. So be sure to to keep updating and upgrading, you yeah. know, some little tip that might get them to think like, I'm not, I wouldn't expect somebody would be like, Oh, good. I want to give you a couple thousand dollars, mm -hmm. but it, it just to understand um, why I feel that it's a disservice to sell only digital is I would bet actual money. And I don't bet that 90% of the people would say either, no, we haven't printed or we printed a few eight by tens, a couple yeah. of five by sevens and no, nothing or book on Shutterfly, you know, mm -hmm. horrible. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, this is great. Okay, so I'm gonna keep going on. I'm gonna stay in kind of like the, uh, maybe some of these like early stepping stones into adventuring into this beautiful world of print. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to go into some early stepping stones and then I'm going to, we're going to transition to, to maybe someone who's already selling, maybe, maybe it's a wedding photographer who's selling albums, but they're not really selling wall art and how we can mm -hmm. kind of open up that possibility. And then mm -hmm. even for portraiture, I mean, to be selling three to eight wall portraits, a, a client is incredible. And so I want to have some more um, high level conversations around that. But sure. I think one of the other big objections that I'd like to hit today is, Hey, Ben, Lucy, First off, you two are incredibly beautiful people. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm, I'm imagining how this conversation would just go. Yeah, of it'd be, course. It'd be perfect. <laughs> then they say this, they so follow up with, yeah, that's great for, for you two. I don't have a studio. Like I don't have a place um, to, to be meeting with my clients to present this. And so this is why I just send over an email. I got kids at the house, um, you know. Uh, so what are, how, how do you handle that? 
So I have a lot of coaching clients that take the projector, which to me is the key to all of it, hmm. is to have a good quality projector. And it pays for itself in your first sale if you're priced for profit. They take it to their clients' homes. They bring a portable movie screen and just show it like six by six, eight by eight, right there in the client's homes. And, you know, if somebody is then going to invest $2,000, $5,000, $10,000, it's kind of worth the effort. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, when someone says, well, I don't have any wall space. Well, when you're at their home, it's easy to be like, what about right there? <laughs> you could take down that fish photo that you probably haven't even noticed is there. Yeah. That wall is 40 inches wide. We can do a 30 inch print. Yeah. Or you can even project it right in the space yeah. so that they can see what it would look like. Oh, it's so awesome. There's advantages to that. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S-T-O, Gusto. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, this is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, they make like, like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, the really cool thing too is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let gusto wear one of your many hats uh it gets better because for you podcast listeners you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo that's gusto.com g-u-s-t-o forward slash photo let's talk about this i i i just heard you say that uh, pretty much apart from your camera and maybe a computer that, that uh, you didn't say this, but this is what I heard. <laughs> mm -hmm. The projector is one of the most valuable pieces of equipment that probably Absolutely. most photographers don't have. Yep. So let, let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, as we're looking for, I mean, so I, I've owned a few projectors in my day um, and you go on Amazon to type in projector and you will be met with about, oh as many discontinued models of projectors as you will see. Like that was the other frustrating thing. I went to go buy a projector and was like, this one's been discontinued. I was like, this is the one that's recommended in all the groups. So do you have any um, advice for finding a projector that, um, you know, that will actually serve our purposes? Because there's so many, and this is a whole other world of things. Just like there's so many uh, cameras, you guys, there's a projector for every possible space. So yeah. uh, Lucy, do you mind telling us a little bit more about that? Well, so I purchased my digital projectors from uh, a guy who is no longer doing this. It was called projectors for photographers. Hmm. And he liked the NEC projectors and it's the entry level pro. Mm -hmm. It's going to be NP-P. So NEC, NP-P, and then a number after it. Sometimes I help my clients uh, we search on eBay for uh, previously leased projectors that are the mine is the 350 or I think there's a 410 or anyway. So projector people is supposed to be a helpful. Mm -hmm. That's company. where I ended up looking. I was going to bring yeah. them up as a as a an option. Yeah. <laughs> the first when I was trying to not I was trying to get something a little lighter. Um, because if I do an out of town portrait, I travel with my projector. 
Yeah. That's how important it is. I, I bring it with me on the plane. And so I ordered like four from Best Buy. Yeah. And tested them out. Okay. Um, I think in the thousand dollar range, thousand to 15 is where you hit that sweet spot. And the better projector you have, the more fun it is to watch your movies from your computer. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. <laughs> have friends over in the summer and throw a sheet over the the fence and pop yeah. popcorn and have everybody, you know, have an event. I mean, it's yeah. nice to have a projector that's good that's cool. quality. This is something that I've discovered it was counterintuitive for me. Um, and it, it's not like a hard and fast truth, but generally speaking, you don't need anyone who's listening an 8K projector. You don't need a 4K projector. It's weird. I don't know how else to say this. Projectors just look different than TVs. Like when you project, like in, so we have a, we have a projector in my basement for my kids, just a little movie uh, projector and movie night thing. And this thing is like a 720 projector and I'm, I'm presenting on like a hundred inch screen and it just looks so good. I don't know. It's, it's like, yeah. so I don't, I want to let you guys know that because one of the big things that's it gets expensive is, is lumens, um, that's what you need. You don't need necessarily high resolution. You need lumens. You need right. it to be bright AF. Cause if you take it to your client's house in an uncontrolled environment and they got some big ass window yeah. and then you're Those trying to project skylights and skylights. Yeah. Way up high that you can't block. Do you have any stories, Lucy, of walking into a house and you've got a separate projector and you're thinking to yourself, like, what am I going to do with this? I feel like you've got a story. Well, I don't do it in their homes a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess you got the space. Um, I do. Um, yeah. the, the tricky, trickiest part at home is the distraction of kids. Yeah. So I always ask them to, uh, maybe get, get a sitter to be yep. with the kids in the other room. It it's hard to create a selling environment when there's all kinds of distractions. So I guess, um, no, even like if I do a big family group, extended family, then I'll take it to their home and we narrow down and then each individual family gets a little screen time with me to do their orders. And I suggest that they either like get pizza or a deli spread or something. So it's kind of like an event, mm -hmm. but my, my projectors have always been bright enough. Yeah. And the other thing is I always want the printed work to look better than what they see on the screen. Yeah. So if it's too good, that could create a problem. Sure. Yeah. If it's perfect. So it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. I love that. We, uh, yeah. so I made this mistake. Our old studio was like in a dungeon. And so I bought this like 4k projector, but apparently had just complete rubbish for lumens, but it looked great. Mm -hmm. Cause I was in a dungeon. And then we mm -hmm. moved the studio to this place where I've got these huge 10 foot windows. I'm looking at them right now that are just like all along at white walls, this white, this light everywhere. And we brought in our projector and we turned it on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the, it's broken. This thing, I, it, it's, it must've broken the move. And then when it got night out, we were like, oh, it was working. You just couldn't see anything. So learn from my very expensive mistake, my friends. Um, okay, this is really great, Lucy. I love this. Any, any other thoughts on, you know, when you're projecting, um, like, I don't know if you have any other tips on, on using a projector or screen or anything like that. I, before we get into like a little bit more of like the how of actually moving into to more sales. Mm -hmm. um, one tip, which is really my secret sauce. Ooh, I like sauce. The, the three to seven wall portraits and eight. You can ask Mid-South Color Lab. They'll verify. Yes, she does order three to seven or eight wall portraits for every client. In That's fact, your lab. What was it called? Mid-South Color Lab. Mid-South Color yes, Lab. Yes, they're fantastic. And they, they really cater to the higher end photographer or people that want to build a, a, an awesome business. Yeah. Rather than like eh, a little side hobby, I'll print a few by 10. Okay. They support the growth and... Um, what I'm trying to say. Anyway, they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and I hold the record for the most wall portraits per client yeah. at the lab. Not the, I'm not their biggest client by any means, but anyway, so 
I am not making this up and you can verify it. Oh, what was your question? <laughs> I was suspicious. Oh, uh, you got this look on your face, Lucy. I was like, this girl, she's she's running something here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm just making it all up. Okay. So, so you're about to give sauce. us the sauce. The sauce. Okay. So back when dinosaurs roamed the earth, we used film. Yeah. And somebody invented a way to make proofs on slides. So so we had the old-fashioned carousel mm -hmm. and the only way to show a size was to have like a whiteboard and hold it up in front of the screen and show see if i have no i don't have anything here but project the image onto a 30 40 or 30 30 and on down and this is like foam core is that what you mean by you say like yeah. a whiteboard yeah yeah so being habituated that way that's what i still do and there's something magical when you, uh, let's say in one of the rounds, because I have a system step-by-step -step of how I do the sale. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in like the yes, no, maybe round, and there's an image that I think might be one that they may not be thinking of, but it's beautiful. Yeah. I'll get up out of my chair. I'll go grab a 30, 40 board and I'll hold it just a little away from the screen. And all of a sudden it becomes a printed product hmm. and the clients go, Oh, and when I've taught this in person, the whole audience of photographers, when I take the board and I hold it up so that you see it, you know, I'll crop it a little bit. Yeah. The whole audience goes, Oh, so that's one of my secrets rather than using, um, I can pro select, they have mm -hmm. that sizing feature. Yeah, or now, I, yeah, yeah. I can use that when we're getting to final sizing. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to actually getting them excited and imagining that this is already done and it's displayed over the fireplace or their bedroom or you know, dining room, you know, it it it's that tangible. It goes from digital to analog. Yeah, I totally basically. agree. Yep. I and, can see and that. And that's another reason a TV. Besides the fact that you'd have to have an awfully big TV to get a six foot high image, <laughs> would it be like a 150 inch TV? I'm looking over at mine right now and it's not, it's like, it's almost there, but it's not quite not there. Not quite, yeah. <laughs> but because holding those boards up, it, they're just the magic to that. Now, those boards, I, I, and I could picture what you're doing with that. Um, and I could see that, I could see the magic come to life. Um, are you framing those whiteboards to no. really create that impact? No. How come? No. It feels like there's an opportunity to have it framed to make it feel even more like this is a thing. Well, first of all, I have like a stack of many, many sizes. Yeah. So, so yeah, that makes sense. This much storage, it would take this much, and yeah, it's heavy. That makes sense. And also, um, it's dark, so mm -hmm. you're not going to see the frame anyway because. I want it. I just want those distinct lines yeah. to show so that boom, it's just really clear. Yeah. You know, if somebody wants to muscle a frame, fine, but I don't feel like it's needed. Needed. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. I'm even thinking like, I wonder, sorry, I'm riffing on this now, even so maybe not a full frame, but even just, and, and you've done this, I've never done it. So I'm just playing right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My brain's like, man, well, maybe if I just lined it with just like a little piece of like black tape around the outside, just to kind of create a little bit more of that line, but maybe that's also, but, see, then, but then what, then you're projecting over the black. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just not necessary. Yeah. I, I believe you. I'll, and I'll it stop. Looks like, it looks like a gallery. You know, when you hold it up, it looks like a gallery round. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's totally true. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I love frames. You can see my family back here in a yeah. simple frame, my little kitty who's no longer here. <laughs> Yeah, for people who okay. are watching again, we are we are on video for the for the for the master. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we can't see the kitty. <laughs> yes, the family. Do, do you want to hear my seven reasons that could just run through really fast? Please, about yeah, why? seven reasons for what? Why selling wall portraits is awesome. Yeah, please. Number one okay. on the list. Number one, we've already talked about providing beautiful finished portraits to your client is a gift to them. Mm. They may not know it because especially when you're younger, you don't know how fast time goes. You don't realize like my niece, um, 
I cut her cord. I mm. photographed her over the years. In her teen years, she was kind of bratty. And I could look back on those portraits and remember the four-year-old that was in there that I still loved. And now she's yeah. a mom. Yeah. And so I've always felt like I could pick her up and hold her on my shoulder again, hmm. even though now she's a full out woman with a babe of her own. So that it's a gift. Mm -hmm. Also, it is super fun to sit with your clients in person and experience their reactions. Yes. The tears, the laughter, um, and, and seeing your own work big. So number three, your work will improve. Hmm. Because when you see what clients love, that they cry over, they laugh over, they tell you, oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. um, first of all, that experience is great, but also it helps refine you so that as you photograph other families, you, you notice, um, oh, this was really popular before. I'll do that again. Yeah. And also you notice all the little things that you wish you could do different you know fingers in a weird place or so when it's big you you become more critical of your work and your work gets better yeah love that four you pervert you are preserving family legacies because digital images as we all so okay digital images that we've already discussed are not permanent and then um the fifth which a lot of people would think is number one is way more money in your pocket. Hmm. If I could do my career over again with weddings, I would have, I, I did the engagement sales with a projector and they always yeah. bought a wall portrait or two and a book. And why I didn't figure out how to do the wedding sales with a projector, I don't know. I'd probably, you know, be so rich now. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be talking see. to me. So a lot more income. Um, and the clients are better. They, they treat you more respectfully. There's, they respect you as an artist. There's mm. something about creating that whole experience that gets, you know, it's just more fun to work with them. They refer you more. Yeah. Um, you know, that spending that one-on-one -on -one time together, enjoying the portraits is uh, another, even if they, everything else was the same. Mm -hmm. I want to be with them when I can. Um, yes, there's some pivoting with, with the Zoom world, but still wall portraits are, um, you know, selling wall portraits via Zoom is still super possible. So those are my set seven reasons. I got, so I, I think I missed seven. I got six, which is better clients. What was seven? No. So one is, Providing finished portraits is a gift. Two yeah. is it's so much fun to sit down with your clients and experience that. Three, your work gets better. Mm -hmm. Four, you're preserving family legacies yeah. because digital files uh, are not permanent. Five is more income. Wait, six, time. Okay. I, ah, there it good is. Job. <laughs> you have a lot more time for yeah. your family, your life, your friends because. By selling wall portraits and albums in person, especially with a projector, um, you make more money. Mm -hmm. So you can work less. Yeah. You can work smarter, not harder. Yeah. And also, I think people who do what I call post and pray, TM for that expression, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've heard it's so complicated. You post it and you wait and you wonder, did they love it? And your heart is like, oh, oh, did they love it? And then you don't hear from them. So you remind them and they say, oh, we forgot. Can you repost it? And then you repost it. Then you take it down and they call you and then you call them. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of back and forth. I want to get together, sell them the art, get to work, get it delivered, get the hugs. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Number, number eight. Oh, freebie. More hugs. More, <laughs> more hugs. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, I want to chat in the little time that we have left together. Real quickly, you did bring up Zoom and, and you know, this is the recording of this is in 2021. And, and so we're in the middle of all kinds of 
uh, whatever expletive you want to call it. Um, I'm, I'm curious. So what'd you say? Challenges. Challenges. Yeah. Opportunities. Opportunities to pivot. Yeah. So I'm curious how, um, if there's anything unique you've been doing to keep your portrait sales going while doing them over zoom, if you have any pro tips for zoom portrait sales. So my tips are, first of all, that my wholesale system is, is a, from the first phone call, mm-hmm. building a relationship as a trusted advisor and planting seeds and having them photograph the interior of their home and measure and share uh, where things might be beautiful as art. So even in the, in the photography session, I'm planting those seeds mm-hmm. for purchasing art for their home. So on Zoom, then I recommend, um, like, I don't love the gallery room views as a selling tool in this. I think it's more powerful to have the projector and show it big. Mm-hmm. But um, my suggestion is to make up a, a room view of a few rooms that at, like after a yes, no, maybe phase or after the first slideshow to just show like, here's some examples of what your art will look like in your home. And then continue to do the system that I have in place where we narrow down, narrow down. And then my second secret sauce, Ben, are you ready for this? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, get that sauce in there. (laughs) Um, Is after we narrow down to the ones they like, Yeah. we separate it into three categories of highest potential wall, small, or album. Hmm. And then I run another slideshow of the wall group and we run through it twice. And I say, as you look at these, you want to notice the ones that warm your heart or give you like a a tingly feeling. Yeah. Because those are the ones that if you purchase them as art in your home, you're going to feel that every day for the rest of your life. And I'm going to run through it twice and you'll notice you get that same feeling. Mm-hmm. So that, that is why I sold so many wall portraits is that we separate out the best of the best. I do a second show. We run through it twice. And um, so at that point, I still could be saying, okay, so we're thinking of the fireplace and you've measured that that's 70 inches wide. So a 30, 40 would easily fit there maybe a 24 by 36, we could even go bigger, you know? So we start narrowing down to which images they love and where we're going to put them in their homes. Yeah. I love that because it invites them to just, I mean, really they're saying it, they're kind of letting you know how they feel about it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. at that point, it's obvious. Even as you were saying that, I'm thinking about the pieces of wall art in my own home and this, this, like the feeling I got now I got to print those and then frame them and put them up. But, and so, but mm-hmm. I remember the feeling of like, even when I looked at the back of the, the camera and I saw the picture of my boy Colton, he's the one that mm-hmm. come right down the stairs and he's just got the biggest smile and he's got these little like sharp canine teeth, these little incisors <laughs> that are, anyhow, I just, I, I think I fucking love it. Like it just makes me smile so big walking down and seeing that picture. He's also my most tenacious child, you know, he's just like so strong. And, and so there's blessings with that and challenges. And, and so um, just be reminded of that, but anyhow, that, that, that feeling is like why that's up and to just invite someone to respond to that and to let you know, and to offer that type of perspective mm-hmm. uh, is, is such a gift. It's yeah. incredible. Lucy, I love this. Yeah. Uh, now I want to, if people are like, how the heck could anyone want seven or eight wall portraits? Yeah. Um, and like nobody can have that many in their home. So often we do like a main piece for a living room, dining room. That's going to be bigger. I, when I photograph, I do a lot of variety, full lengths, close-ups, scenic, mm-hmm. playful, jumping, silhouettes, each kid alone, kids with parents, parents alone. So I'm going to be showing like 70, 80 images during the first slideshow Yeah, that get narrowed down to about 35. Okay. So a main one that's kind of more like the big ta-da 
and then something with a family that's a little more playful Mm -hmm. that goes in a family room and then let's say you said you have three kids Ben yeah three so the three kids together the three kids separately so like maybe a a 20 30 of the kids together and 11 by 14 or 16 by 20 of your kids individually so how much is that one family two family three four five we're at six then I create something beautiful of you and your lovely wife or husband. I mm-hmm. haven't checked yet. I'm <laughs> yeah, all good. It's California. Could yeah. be anything. <laughs> I'm going to keep you guessing. Yeah. <laughs> and something romantic and beautiful that goes yeah. in your bedroom, in your private space. Mm-hmm. That's six, seven. And then there might be like a bonus one, or maybe you have an extra kid or um, so there you have six to eight, like yeah. which ones wouldn't you want? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And if like, I have a client that, um, so Phil Mickelson, the golfer, mm-hmm. which he's anyway, I was their family photographer for eight years and like one or two times a year, we would do updates and she probably owns like 60 or 70 wall portraits Yep, and she rotates them. Mm-hmm. The the kids ones she has like four in each of their rooms and their rooms are not that giant. She yeah. had a wall like a tic tac toe board that she kept nine, and they just moved them in and out. Yeah. Uh, she even had one of her daughter with her pet iguana that went over the iguana cage, <laughs> so, and she just wraps them up and puts them in storage and then rotates them. So yeah. you know things don't have to stay forever. Yep. Um, but even sometimes, and this is somebody that might be thinking, uh, what do you say when someone says, well, I, if I get this now, you know, I'm going to want more portraits. So I don't want to, uh, take up all that wall space today because, you know, I'm going to want more wall portraits in the future. And I tell people, even if you just enjoyed this until it was time for the new one to come around and threw it out, you'll get your value. Mm-hmm. Now, no one will do that, but you know we don't have to have things permanently in a home in a certain spot. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely does. Yeah. Well, good. I yeah. like making sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is fun. Was, when you were talking about all the different, like, well, you could have this one here and this one here, this one here. So I've cheated, but I, so I have 117 pieces of wall art up on my house. (laughs) 11 by 14 and larger. Say that again. 11 by 14 and larger. Yeah. So out of the 11 by 14 larger is probably more like, uh, it's probably more like 50 of the 11 by 14 larger. And then, cause there's one wall that's just like, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's all these things that are five by seven, four, by. it's like a big collage. It's like a crazy wall, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've turned into that guy who's got a crazy wall in their house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm like, these are all my be. children. Yeah, as it should be. Yeah, so it's it's really fun. It's been it's like my favorite. It's my favorite thing about our house. So, Lucy, man, I I love this conversation. Where Me can too. people learn more from you? Where can people find out about you? And then I believe you've got something for the listeners as well. I do. Um, LucyDumasCoaching.com is my business and website. The Profitable Photographer Podcast is the website that is within LucyDumasCoaching.com. And like I said, you can find that show on iTunes. You can find it on Spotify, all kinds of places. And you can email me, Lucy at LucyDumas.com. And so what I want to offer your listeners, I have eight opportunities for the gift of a strategy session. I call it um, create the business of your dream strategy session Mm -hmm. where we'll take a deep dive into your dreams and some of the challenges and kind of get you this really clear focus of where you're going, what's in the way and how to um, move those things out of the way. So first eight people that sign up for it that are, um, we'll have a little pre-call just to make sure it's a good fit for you right now. Mm-hmm. and useful, but I'd love to offer that. It's normally $450 value, but for your listeners, it is my gift to you. And um, you can just email me, you know, give it to me or no, 
Uh, <laughs> I'll post it. What I'm going to do is I'm going to have a link in the show notes. Okay, is what we'll do. I'll put a link in the show notes yeah. uh, for, if, for the instructions for that. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, make... if you're just listening on the podcast, you can just send an email to Lucy with an I at lucydumas.com and say, you know, I'd love a free session from Ben's show. Perfect. We'll take it from there. Awesome. Thank yeah. you so much, Lucy. I appreciate you. Yeah, I think we could keep talking about this for a long time. And I know you were fun. So I can't <laughs> wait to get you on my show. Yeah, let's make that happen. I, I, I'll yeah. make sure I'm, once we click in on this, I'll uh, I'll hop over. I'll fire over you an email. I'll get scheduled for one of those strategy calls. And then I'll, I'll sign up for here <laughs> for coming on your show. That'd be really incredible. Good. Awesome. Podcast yeah, listeners. So, oh, so, go the ahead, main, so the main thing, um, and I come back to this over and over again, uh, the main thing, what is the main thing? Um, <laughs> have the heart of service. Hmm. Whatever you do in your business, however you choose to do it, focus on what serves your clients. You know, our work changes people's lives. I have a beautiful portrait of my mom and dad when they were maybe 10 years older than I am now. And my dad's gone. My mom is really old. <laughs> <laughs> but every day I can look at that portrait and feel like my parents are still with me. So when we just stay with any decision we make in our business with the heart of why we're doing it, how it serves people and blesses others, that, that default position can't help but make you successful beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah, love it. Thank you. Great final words. Um, podcast listeners, thank you for tuning in today. I really appreciate this. I hope that this inspired you. It gave you some ideas, opened up new possibilities um, for the importance of print for yourself, for your clients, uh, for the sustainability of your business. It's not the only model, but my goodness, it is a, it's an incredible one. And so thank you again for tuning in. Um, I'm excited to see you guys in the mastermind group, uh, to hop in there, to, to get a chance to see Lucy and I have this conversation. This video will be in there. If you want to search for it, you can just search, uh, for Lucy's name. And I'm sure this video will pop up again, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash mastermind. I'll see you in the group. Otherwise you can listen to me on the next episode of the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Bye, everybody.